Ladies and gentlemen, so many crazy things have been happening in the news lately, but I don't have time to pay attention to all that negativity because I have recently graduated therapy. And that is sort of a, a hot buttony thing with some people. They're like, oh, it ends. Like even some people who work in the field might be like, well, that's, I don't know, what would the word be? Like presumptuous or, or something. So immediately my mind goes to... Parks and Recreation, Chris Traeger and his therapist, how, like, he made him make his therapist a certificate of completion. <laughs> you remember that? Which I one is... Therapy. Who, I Chris Traeger? It's, uh, Rob Lowe. Oh, just say Rob Lowe. I can never remember that dude's character. <laughs> I can remember, like... Chris is, like, one of the best... No, he's my favorite, but I just call him Rob Lowe because I didn't know he was he on the series, and when I first saw him, I was just, like, I didn't realize... It's Dr. Richard Dykard. I graduated from Dr. Richard Nygaard, seeing him seven days a week or whatever it was. I didn't realize, like, that Rob Lowe was eventually going to be in the series when I started watching it. I started oh, yeah, watching it sure. after it was already done on the internet yes. or streaming things. Yes. And I was like, like, oh, Rob Lowe's on this. I'm so glad he's keeping busy. I've missed Rob Lowe. <laughs> and from there on, I just thought Rob Lowe too many times. I'm like, that's that character's name. And I think later I grew to be like, yeah, he is, like, the funniest thing on the show. I will tell this to anybody I think I was repeating it at work even a while ago. Oh, because were some people were talking about Parks and Rec. And, like, my favorite thing that Rob Lowe says in the entire... Actually, I think my favorite bit in the whole show, and it's, I do find Ooh, it totally I know what you're going to say. I know is when, it is. Yeah, is when Andy becomes yes. a security guard, and he goes... They're going back and forth about his responsibilities, and Andy eventually just goes, like, the important thing is that I'll have a gun that I could point in people's faces. And Rob Lowe just smiles at him and goes, incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> The timing is, God, it's one of the funniest things on any TV show. And the two of them, when they would interact, is always like, I mean, it's going to be funny. Yes. Um, but yeah, so he, he graduated from therapy. And, I, you know, it. there's a lot of trappings of that. I totally understand where you'd be like, this is just some, like, egomaniacal person's, like, thing. It's like, well, I'm all better now. I finished it. Da, 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 da. Or perhaps a sign that you're working with a real quack. But... Obviously, it depends on what you're dealing with, what you're trying to manage, and then, like, all these other extenuating factors or whatever. And it's like, but in, you know, in my case, and uh, my, my good friend, and he's also an open book on Facebook, so I'm not, like, outing anybody here. My good friend David Murder also would go to therapy before I started. And he got to a point where his guy was like, you're done now. I think you're good. I mean... Things will come up, but you have the tools and you seem to know how to use them. And I think that's sort of the sign that it's over is when they're like, I think you have this, though. There's nothing left for us to talk about, really. So in your case and David's case, when I saw it, it's like, I was so, you know, of course I'm happy for you, too, because you both are great people. But it makes me sad because it's like, when's it going to be my turn? I think I'm just going to be, like, in the nuthouse forever. <laughs> I'm just going to be in the nut house forever. You this know, is a very maudlin scene so from our Disney movie in the up, nut house. And and I, you know, like point out of the people out there who are like me, it's like our therapy's never gonna end, but we shouldn't feel bad about it. No. We should be happy for our friends who who are able to solve their issue um and, and you know, move on. That, yeah. like, that's that's great. That's a very it's a great thing, even though it's like as a very strong, competent alpha male, I kick ass at everything, including mental health. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> no, that's not what... See, that's, I think, how some people view when you say something like, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure, but I didn't, but... No, I know you didn't. <laughs> I, I'm just talking about the internet at large. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, the fact of the matter, though, is that it's, it's just, like, true. Like, I... Um, you know, David doesn't have a podcast. His story was very funny that he posted under under my thing when I was posting about it, where, uh, you know, his guy was kind of just like, and, um, you know, it's been a pleasure talking to you, but I do have to keep charging you. So I think, uh, you know, I, th I think we're all good. But David's thing was like, so do I hug you now? And You're his right. therapist just goes, no. And it was, it was very funny that he had that sitcom moment in real life that I, I'm jealous of. Um, but my thing was more like, I was just talking about all the different, like, you know, when I, I, I went a lot for my anger and stuff mm. and, you know, it's like when I noticed myself just getting incredibly mad about something now, 
And I know this was like assisted by ketamine and stuff, obviously, but this place I've gotten to, but like where I, well, when I start getting really mad about something, I look, it's like I'm watching someone else do it and going like, what is that guy really all that upset about? Like, mm-hmm. that is the yeah. mechanism that now occurs. And that is super, like, when you when you read about other people's ketamine experiences, that's, you know, a similar thing of when you're able to see outside of yourself. And, yeah. and you could see the... Regularly leaving your body in a nice little office uh, <laughs> twice a week will do that for you. Or broom closet, depending on which side of the... I was only on the mid the the other side. This is so inside baseball, but I was only on the the other side once. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. I only I only had like the supermodels tending to me over in the the mm-hmm. fancy side of the ketamine. So this ketamine clinic that both of us go to. Yes, yes. Go ahead. Uh, like it's there's it's in this office building and like there's a side on either side of a hallway or whatever. Like one of them has like no windows in it. You know the weirdest thing is though is that like like the rooms are smaller and there's no windows. I preferred that. That and also yeah, most people do. The uh, windowless one is where I had the um, the uh, when I did I had my ketamine treatment right before stand up comedy, and where I got myself all jacked up. So instead of being tired afterwards, I was like just on one and like a machine. Like it was. I'll get back into this story. I kind of cut you off. You know what I was gonna say because I can tell this story because I I was the one who made it up. <laughs> of when I started going to the. The ketamine place. Uh, yeah. It's been a year now. Um, the first time I went, uh, like everybody was like beautiful, like just tall. Yeah, they looked like, like they worked models. in orthopedics. Like, like no, that's like not even just like they some of them like they could be models. And then the nurse uh, that was actually giving my, me my IV, I you know talking with him and uh, realized he was from California and, you know, I'm like, everybody from California is hotter, sort of. Yeah. Um, and then, so... Except for I, everyone we know that moved there. Jesus. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm still following a lot of Instagrams and, boy, that, that bad air, I think, is getting to their skin. Meh. I know. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> and so there's two sides, basically. Also called Ketamine 1 and Ketamine 2, but uh, I called that the California side because it's... It was full of, like, you know, just extraordinarily really pretty people. Um, and then on the other side, uh, so, oh, uh, the other thing to mention is the on the on the California side, yeah. it was nice big offices with, like, uh, Yeah, they didn't have, like, multiple recliners and stuff, and stuff in yeah, them, like, yeah, you, yeah. people could sit in there and... So on the other side, um, the people that tended to you, it was just, like, regular people... You know, not a clear, you know, I'm not trying to, like, say anything. They're just regular people that we see around the Midwest. Right, yeah. You know, our regular Midwest folks. Uh, so I... Dental hygienists that don't have an Instagram page. And and then on that <laughs> side, it was like the rooms are really small, so you're, like, in a weird, like, broom closet. But it's really cool, because it's better, darker when you're doing... Because well, I'm an eyes-shut guy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like so right I called that me. side... The Midwest side. Yeah. So, because it just, it, it, you know, you've got your fancy California, good looking people, and then you're like, you're some regular. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. It was funny to me. It's probably not funny to anyone else, but like, that's how just I refer to that place. I just was like waiting because you told me about this long before I started and I was just mm-hmm. like I don't know I, I, I didn't want to go to the other side and then the, uh, this one time I actually like went over there I was like I kind of like this better and then it's I never ended up better, over there again um, it was really awesome when they used to bring out the, uh, on that side they would bring the um, galaxy machines and it was just like a light that looked like uh, the aurora borealis yeah it was, it was just project kind of on everything float. and I, I had you know you can keep your eyes open during this because, like, I actually, yes. they're, like, clamped shut. I'm, like, I have to, if I stay like this, I'm 100% good. If I open them, everything no, just I, spins. I, like, I'm, like, dude. No, I actually watch a, uh, a video on my iPod and listen to music. Um, yeah, I listen uh, to music. So, colors are a really big thing with me and, and like, and the movements and the shapes uh, of how I'm, like, perceiving things and where my thoughts will go during ketamine. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, when I close my eyes, 
you know, and, and I've tried, it's just, I don't really get anything. That's I mean, so interesting. It's not like I don't get anything, but it's just kind of, I, I personally need a very slow moving thing to concentrate on because then I don't get dizzy. If I try to focus on like any of the pictures in the room, cause they have really beautiful like paintings yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. in there, then that I'll, I'll get dizzy. Um, and, and then I won't, you know, Dude, we'll, the won't best, have a good time. <laughs> we got to think about, I, I wonder if this is like, maybe I should just pitch this to the doctor that runs. I'm sure they're not interested in my fucking like business ideas. And I'm you not going to Ben Hurley this thing. But like, I, I, you know what, where I would do the absolute best as far as one of these like IV ketamine treatment things in a fucking Joe Rogan float tank, like deprivation. Mm -hmm. That would actually be for me. Because like even though the the light I, I figured out I started like covering my eyes like I like tie like take my sweater off and like wrap it around my face. Like, they have uh, sleep masks. They do, but I always forget. But I, <laughs> I I made it dark myself, and it's like the darker it is, the more things I actually see. Mm -hmm. The more like patterns that end up turning into like the the spiritual stuff that I could. And I that's, may try that in my next uh, session then, just to try to yeah, because like, like my eyes and you know. Yeah. I think I'm on the Midwest side, the I'm, dark side. Yeah. Uh, so maybe the I'll give dark it a try. <laughs> yeah, the uh yeah, keep that Ark of the Covenant from exploding you. Um but yeah, uh, that, this is going to be so all over the place. I'm going to try to stick at first to the okay. So I made a bold statement with the way this thing is, you know, we talk about how, like therapy. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I and got you way off base, but I know that like, well, being on the proper chemical compounds has has sped up the thing where it's like I can kind of see outside of myself a little bit and then like be a little bit more like in my place in the world or whatever. Uh, for one thing, like Adderall was something I think I was just fucking immensely always supposed to be on. Probably. Um, and the ketamine thing definitely sped things up. And my therapist, who I'm going to steer this back to, uh, he did... I was talking to him about it on basically what was our, like ended up being our last visit um, that ketamine and Adderall are actually like a like powerful more than their some of their parts thing like together because when you, you know, when you're someone that needs Adderall, it's because your brain kind of, you know, needs these stimulants to kind of keep it firing in like the right way that it's supposed to, to stay focused and even and whatever. Um, but if you're doing that on ketamine and you're having a very healing process, it's actually like digging out those channels in your brain almost more. So your brain is starting to rewire itself into yeah. something that's all, all always on Adderall or a normal brain or whatever, like for, for you. And, um, so he was like, honestly, like the, the sort of the. You know, it's not like I like, oh, I better not take this today and then like go or whatever. It's like you were you were kind of like overdriving your thing. But he also did definitely say that like going in with very specific intentions was like super helpful. And I wouldn't have really had such of a grip on the right ones to kind of like or the right way to look at things on the way in had I not already be in, been in therapy exactly. for months yeah. and months and months before I started this uh, nearly a year or whatever. And, you know, but. I, uh, all oh, right, where was I? Because I was talking about David's last thing of therapy was funny. He's like, do I hug you? No. I just thought of like a, like, like a Homer asking in a Simpsons, like, do I hug you? Yeah. No. Like the fucking <laughs> 50s looking psychiatrist, I would tell him that. Like, I just imagined that scenario with him. But, um, my very last one was just this whole thing of, it was like the end of a weird movie or something. Cause I was just saying like, well, now I like. Like more not not in the same way, but like when Morgan Freeman does that thing at the end of the Shawshank Redemption when he talks about how they shouldn't let him go or whatever because it's just like he's it makes no difference to me. Like it yeah, felt like yeah. that though, the way I was talking without trying to, where I'm like, yeah, I mean, basically when this happens now, I just do this, and it's like I kind of know what all my weird defense mechanisms are and why I have them, and like I can kind of see around it. And I uh, the big thing for me, we were talking about this earlier too, is that I always used to have. So in my therapy sessions, and this is the thing for anybody and no one, 
there's not gonna be a lot of one-to-one -one here. This is gonna be rambly, but if you're someone that responded to my Facebook post and you're one of the, and I will use no one's name here, but my God, the amount of DMs I got after that post oh, of yeah? people being like, yeah, no and, and text messages, because a lot of people I knew, being like, so did you, buh, 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 usually thank you for being so open. And by the way, if you're listening to this and you're like, is John talking about it? I'm like, well, I am, but there was like 53 other people, so don't worry. Um, who are like, either was like someone close to them or them themselves. And they were kind of like, thank you so much. And I'm like, dude, I wasn't, I'm just a guy that'll yell about anything. Like I don't, I wasn't doing it to try to help anybody, but does it warm my heart very much and make me very happy that it might've been helpful to some people. And they started going on their mental health journey when they otherwise maybe were a little hesitant to, right. well, then that is fantastic. I, lo I love that. That's very good. That wasn't the point of me sharing. But it, it, I was like, I got teary, like, reading some of these things. Aww. And, like, well, because I was, like, I was happy. I was like, okay, That's we're good. Great. No, like, I, like, when you can make a difference in someone's day and potentially life, that's amazing. Yeah, and, I, you know, I was like, and, then, and one of the things I had discussed with, with my therapist was that, like, and that he helped me figure out. is like, I talked a lot about my, like, music and my past and everything. Like, I really just, as I said, I just got into the mud and started flooring it. I'm like, well, this happened, and I'm like this, and I did a lot of this, and da-da-da-da-da. And, you know, I tried to give him a real good, he's a professional. Like, I tried to give him a real good grip on who I am and what I'm dealing with and everything instead of being, making him drag it out of me. And he had some funny stories kind of along the way. He's a nice guy to talk to. I like my therapist, but... Um, you know, he's like, he's like, I, I mean, I'm not putting down other people that I have to see here, but it, 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 it has been kind of easy working with you because mm -hmm. you don't talk about your cat for 45 minutes yeah. and then maybe oh, touch on something a little weird. And then our time's up like 10 minutes later, like you just come in and you're like, okay, so today here's what I would like to address. <laughs> and it's stuff that I would normally have to beat out of people for a month. I'm going twice a week or whatever, and like, yeah. Being around the the mental health field, I definitely can pick those people out, um, especially when they're checking in for their appointments. Because, oh yeah. Always like By the way, I was like, like, there was someone who I'm like, that's the sad kitty cat person. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, fucking oh. knew. I was like, oh, there yes, they are. Yes. Um, but you know, so by doing that, I shared a lot. You know, and it's. Where, you know, I realized I never really like thought about this, but when I, in my heyday of music, I only ever saw the empty spaces in between people in the crowd, no matter how many people were there, no matter how excited they were, I would be focused on the people in the back who were less excited. I'd be focused on the empty spots at the edges of the pit where there could have been more people getting more crazy rather than all the people that were there. Right. And some of you know what I'm talking about. Like, they're, they're like, what? Like, that's all you saw? And I'm like, yeah, because it's like I just needed that constant growth and whatever. And it's like, and that, you know, I was ambitious. And dis, dis, dissatisfaction is a symptom of, of ambition, like very much you so. You needed way more validation. Than you yeah. Did. And now validation's great and a job well done is great and whatever. But like I was telling my therapist that I've kind of just gotten to this thing where I'm like, I'm very happy being fun and helpful or maybe even impressive artistically or whatever, but just with the people that are already around. Like, I just want people at work to be like, John's doing good things. And it's fucking, I don't care beyond that. Or if I'm doing stand-up comedy, it's like, I don't worry that there's only 11 people there. It's more like, do they think this, are they laughing and having fun when I'm up there? Yeah. Like, I don't give a single shit. It's not like, I'm going to fill this place one day. I'm going to be such a big comedian. Like, I don't give a fuck. And I mean, part of that's where I am in my life now where I'm like, not as interested in all that stuff. But rather than being completely like, I'm, you know, I'm just going to run away from it. I can still be creative and be who I am, which is someone who just creates things and tries to make people laugh and make stuff that people go, oh, that's cool. Like, that's just who I am. Like, I like to do that. I'm a thing maker. And like, but I'm just more like, it's, it's, it's a fun thing for whoever's already in my life. And I just appreciate that more. And that's weird. I actually had like a real breakthrough in that, in that way that you hear about on TV or something. And obviously my therapist saw that, and among a bunch of other things. But I was kind of just talking about that last day, like, I don't know, I feel kind of good. I don't really know, like, what else to bring up with you, so should we maybe just do this, like, once a month or something? And he was just like, well, how about this? Uh, you know, if you ever feel like you need to talk, you can always reach out, and we can set something up then. And he just sticks his hand out, like, otherwise, it was been a real pleasure talking to you. And then I was like, oh. And I, I was kind of like, that's weird that this sort of ends. And he's he he's of the opinion that he's like, therapy is supposed to be linear. It's just that like, well, it might take a year. It might take a lifetime. Mm -hmm. But it does go in a straight line. 
but it's just the amount of factors are just totally fucking crazy. And I, I also think that as, as, as non-textbook as I like to consider myself in the world or whatever, I'm guessing that in, in, in the people that worked with me's business, I actually probably was fairly textbook. It was just a little easier than usual because I'm like, oh, I'll tell you all about it. You don't got to fucking trick me into going like, some bad things happened when I was younger. I'm like, let me tell you about the bad things that happened when I was younger. It also helps me. Here's how they made me feel like shit. (laughs) It helps me a little more self-aware too. And uh, you are, and I am, like I've been told by a lot of people, like extremely self-aware. You definitely are, um, I think. It's just like in, you don't in, walk around in a cloud of like oh, I'm doing fine. What's everybody's problem? In, in like you know group therapies, people would be shocked about just the insight I had about myself. I'm like, really? You don't? I mean, I guess I understand. Everybody's different, but you really don't. You don't. You know, you don't have that. You don't know yourself. Well, like. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's funny. You don't really know what's what's interesting about yourself until you run up against other people. Like I had. Like, just as a simple, fun thing that I think no one's going to really refute. But I didn't think I was... I've always been a silly man, as you know. But, like, I didn't particularly think I was, like, that witty or funny. Until I just was just... The more and more people I'm around, really other normal people and maybe not crazy artists and stuff. Like, man, that's... I never thought about it like that. That's so interesting and funny. And I'm like, God, I hear that so much. I'm like, wait a minute. Am I interesting and funny? (laughs) Like, it's like... But then you always sense you're you... You always look at other people and be like, do you not think about anything like this at all? I'm like, no, you're thinking about trucks. Yeah, that is, okay, yeah, all right. Well, that also makes me think of an interesting thing of, like, how some people have an inner monologue or, you know, and some people, like, don't. Mm. And I can't understand that because I'm like, I, just because it's impossible almost to think, to understand the other, how the other person's brain works. Yeah, you, you know, really can't. It's it's, it's just, uh because I I am constantly, you know, I'm not necessarily hearing my own voice, but I'm hearing me thinking, you know, like so. I guess I don't get it. It's so hard. The other one, I I don't understand it. Well, you know, they recently figured out. You know, there used to be this thing. It's like people that talk to themselves are schizophrenic and da da da. And now they're now that we understand things better, they're like. Even talking to yourself when you're trying to figure something out is a sign of, like, advanced, like, intelligence. It's very much, you're, like, working. Because what you're doing is you're working something out as if you're talking to someone else. So, like, I've caught myself doing this where, actually, easy example, and and why I think, and I think this is recognized, and I'm kind of, like, done going to therapy, is at this point... I've made a complete analog model of my, I almost said his fucking full name, of my therapist in <laughs> in my brain. Mm-hmm. So I can now go, when I think of something a little fucked up, I can imagine myself talking to him and exactly what he would say to me. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well then like, da 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 And then it's just sometimes that evolves. Like, you know, if I'm at work, people will, I'm like, I talk to myself a lot just so you all know. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, again, I don't get embarrassed easily, but I do warn people just so it's not. Yeah. They're like, all right, like, listen. And I'm like, okay, so I put that over there already. But if we're going to do that, the only way to get this to work with that is if it was, you know, so the only disconnect is if this thing wasn't on in the first place, which it wasn't. So I have to go turn, like, but there, people are like, well, that's like a sign of being crazy or maybe dumb. And then now they're like, no, 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 really smart people. You know, like, it's, it's, it's more likely that, like, Albert Einstein was sitting there like, well, it's the thing yeah. that if you do the two, but that cannot be because, like, it's very likely that everybody like that in history was like that. And it's like, and all that is is an extension of the inner monologue where you're actually facilitating almost a second person that you're talking with to hash something out in a way that most people couldn't do unless they actually had a second person there yeah, that was also pretty smart so that was helping them work it out. You could do that on your own. My mom used crazy. to always talk to herself like, oh, I'm like sure. the most out of anyone I've known. But it's just, it's interesting that you, you know, bring that up that there are, it's, it's hard for me to, to think that, you know, there are people that actually have to have another person to bounce off of and they can't just, you know, bounce off kind of themselves. Well, it's a really crazy, like, um, like it, I can see where there's, it's, it's like all of this stuff we're talking about. It's, it's 
likened to the force where there's like a light and a dark side of it a little bit. And because you could so I could so clearly see that the dark side to a lot of the self-actualization and, and understanding is like being incredibly and successfully manipulative. Because like at work, for example, I've almost completely analogued my very intelligent but very enigmatic boss. So, like, I know now exactly, like, how, what he would say if he was here and da 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 da, da. And the fun part has been is I'll sit there and do that and everybody will kind of laugh and be like, honestly, you're probably 100% right. That is what he would do. And I'm like, yeah, it's because I got that. You know what's interesting? <laughs> By the way, you're all in there, too. Yeah. But, but it's, it's fun with him because he's such a powerful guy. But I'm like, I think he'll love this and everyone will disagree. And I'll be like. No, because here's why. Because da 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 And they're like, oh, yeah, he actually, he probably will. And then it, it ends up that he did. I think you and I are very it's, similar in the fact that we're very hyper-observant. And we can yes. pick up on patterns very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, therefore, you know, learning people's personality, you know, traits and, and little, like, idiosyncrasies. It's, you know, you can almost predict what they're going to do. After a while, you, you almost have made... Like an AI simulation of that person in the holodeck of your brain. <laughs> like, that's what you've done. Uh, our friend uh, Bernard had said that once, where he's like, you know, a lot of times when I'm just sitting there drawing when a bunch of people are talking, I'm listening and just filing that shit away. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's so I being like, that's, yeah, like, and he's obviously a very intelligent guy. So it's like, oh, you're just, yeah, you're running that whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, but yeah, like, I think that, that that lended itself a little bit to me being like, well, yeah, like, I don't... It, but it's just interesting having... Sorry, I'm skipping all over the place. But it's interesting having my therapist almost recognize that in me and as a good thing. And, of course, I would also just yeah. uh, and, and run it by him, too. I'm like, is it evil that I do this? He's like, I think it's pretty useful as long as you don't use it for evil. I just want to say another thing. Like, just if your brain doesn't work how we're describing with wrong, that doesn't mean you're stupid or, or we're smarter than you. That's... Well, whatever, John, you could have your own opinion. I, I am agreeing with my eyebrows. Because, <laughs> because just because I can't understand how that looks like, I don't, I can't possibly do it. So I can't understand. I, how can we say that? You know, we're smarter. I don't know. I'll get. I'll get. I'll throw a thing out there. Literally, everyone I've ever met that's just kind of like, oh no, I don't. Blah, blah, blah. They don't think about anything, and literally every funny little thing that we take for granted is like, did you ever notice it? It blows their goddamn mind. So it's like, you know, I'm not being mean, but I think there is certain the kind of people that go like, oh, how'd you think of that? You must have a lot of time on your hands. I'm like, it took me five seconds. What were you thinking about in the last five seconds? Like, oh no, nothing. Like, yeah, okay. But maybe they're just as smart See, as we I are. No, okay, I just had to, to do that. I, I, I'm sure. I must Everyone's surround different. myself around, you know, the like how like-minded brains. You do. So we all find each other. Yeah. That's very much a thing. Like it's very like I, my wife and I both discovered late in life that we have ADHD and like we have all these things in common and we had some things where we butted heads and then like later mm-hmm. as we grew we were like oh it's because we're too similar yep. uh-huh. you know like. That's what happens. And, you know, all kinds of neurodivergent people tend to find each other. Like, people on the spectrum tend to hang out even if they don't even know they're on the spectrum. It's just a whole thing. And, like, so very much I kind of just magically – there, 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 there maybe aren't that many people in the world that are are like me or you or whatever. But there's a lot. There's still a lot. Pound for pound, there's a lot. We just don't realize – like, the people that make country music bigger than pop music, we just don't ever see them, except for maybe you at work. Like, they're very, they're they're like, when you run into one, you're like, what the hell is this? Like, I, okay, this story is funny. I went to, like, Alexis had a friend. This is not going to be vague on purpose. It's going to be vague because I barely remember. But she had this friend that I think might have been from high school or something. And she got like a house or whatever. And we're, like she had a little thing. And I was like, yeah, I'll go to anybody's parties. There are going to be booze there. And she's like, well, yeah. I'm like, okay. So I go with. And they're talking. And there's not a lot of people there yet. But there's like her dude, the lady's husband probably, that live there, the young couple. And then there's like three other dudes. And they're standing in the living room kind of, like, having this conversation. And I, I contemplated, you know, like, maybe I'll go talk to them. But I listened for a little bit first. 
And uh, I listened to these four guys talk about sports. Oh, God. And but that's fine. Sports is funny, and it's yeah. you know some of my one of my favorite comedians, whose jacket I'm basically wearing right now, has has many good things about football that almost make me want to watch it. At least if it happened how he describes it, <laughs> and it's not a uh, uh, Doug Stanhope, ladies and gentlemen. But it it it's like I, I could talk to Chris Massimore a little bit about like a football thing, and it's kind of funny. Yeah. Or I like in Always Sunny when they're trying to do a baseball joke and. Like, I can go to, like, a hockey game in person and actually be pretty entertained by it. Like, yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's not but nothing. But I was grimacing but, about. No, no, no. kind of know where you're going. But, yeah, I know you know. <laughs> These dudes talked about stats and stuff. And tra- like, it never even it, it never even spiraled out into, like, oh, and then this guy got traded. Da, 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 da. It's like, by the way, like, there, there was someone who was supposed to be him in this movie once. And this movie's kind of funny. This actor and it, like, never, never got away from just, like, listening to fucking 10-year-olds talk about baseball cards, except they were, like, 20-year-old, mid-20s, grown-up dudes in hats. Oh, wow. And, like, they just, like, da-da-da-da, yeah, and blah 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 And huh. I was I was still waiting, because I'm like, God, like, because I can hang, too. I'm like, this yeah. will, if this veers off into cars, I can jump in a little. Right. Yeah. Enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it veers off into guns, I can jump in. If it veer, I can, I can, do, I can do this. Yeah. It never, I don't even know if it got off of baseball like it didn't even go over to a different sport like it didn't go over to like boxing or some shit where i could be like hey did you see this one fight they'd be like oh yeah you like anything it just never for fucking hours and then just eventually some other people showed up and i ended up talking to this like 50 year old guy that was like a mailman that was about to retire about a bunch of weird psychedelic shit and i'm like okay now i'm here now you're now you're, but you're with the, the people and that's the thing though <laughs> that dude was of that cloth where I could like, he was kind of like a, well, uh, he was a pretty low key guy, mm-hmm. but he was like talking to Tommy Chog or something. He was like, okay, I can talk to this dude about all kinds of weird stuff and he's going to have fun. And so am I, those guys, those are those guys. And it's like, I was even in the same room with them. And I never, I think I like said, I was like, I, I like to be a man. I was like, how you doing? John Wheeler. Mm-hmm. I'm good at that. And they're like, Hey, yeah. Uh, and they just you know went off to do their thing. And then they just locked into this thing. And I'm like, yeah, they don't think about they're just just sports, 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 well, sports, penis. No, sports, sports, sports. <laughs> like, and well, I know I was also like, weird that I don't think it, those guys have these deep fucking. It kind of breaks like the whole like you have other people you don't know and guests code. Like, don't you want to kind of like have them kind of included? They weren't thinking to, about that. That would be thinking is, about the world around them. And it's not that it's, I'm not, again, I'm not really making fun of like the sports thing. You could replace that with anything. But yeah, they weren't going, oh yeah, shit, I should probably like, because you know, it would be a good thing to do. Like, no, that's not there. They just tailgate they just people when they drive. That you're just kind of like by yourself, just standing there. Well, I was kind of hanging around with the women, which by the way, this was reminding me of like, of, of my much younger days too. And I figured out that it's like hanging around being funny with the ladies is why those guys are like, oh, come my wife keeps cheating on me with this guy in a band. <laughs> like it's, it's like, it was, you know, I was there with Alexis, but it was like, wow, this even feels like like an older iteration of life because it's like they're just oh. so like on whatever and it's like I, I don't know if, if the gals there were any different but they're willing to like I didn't go into the living room to talk about a ball with those guys for hours <laughs> so like and the people who throw them about uh, so I just sat there being funny with like them and they were having a great time and even that like nobody in that living room was like should we keep an eye on what's going on in the kitchen because I hear a man's voice going blah 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 an awful lot while we're not paying any attention because they wouldn't no matter what was going on like Peter North could be there with his wang hanging out and they'd be like until they physically <laughs> saw it go in someone else's butt and be like hey like but they'd have oh to God. see it happen to like go to break away from Joe Bauer and his business and go on about you know go over and be like what's why are you fucking my wife porn man <laughs> uh, but if it's just like all of the clues and trappings loudly happening leading up to that wouldn't even phase him because they're not like thinking about anything ever and again not necessarily just making fun of those dudes or sports but or anything like that I'm just saying that like that's most people 
which isn't to say that like oh it's like a tiny little one percent of like interesting intelligent da, da, da. no there's tons of them and there's gradients to it there's plenty of people who who have the artist mindset that aren't even really into the arts but you can right. talk to them exactly. there's lots of them and they, you know maybe it's even like 40 percent. but that big 60 is just all over the place and they don't think about anything they're the kind of people who don't understand why everything bad always happens to them when all they do is like blow their paycheck on lottery tickets and shit they're just like how come i'm always broke fucking obama like they don't (laughs) understand anything they don't understand that it's like you're going around picking fights with people and now you have this criminal record that's always costed you like construction jobs and it's somebody's fault somebody peed my pants like you just don't (laughs) get it and like good phrase somebody (laughs) peed my pants because that's so accurate. It was like, how come everything always happens to me? It's like, didn't you take a swing at like your son's like guidance counselor in, in the elementary school? And then he's like, yeah, now for no reason and unrelated to that, I'm losing custody to him because my wife's a fucking whore. And that's the government for you. Like, they don't. And it's like, oh, oh, I don't know what people who don't have an inner monologue are like. It's like, oh, they're like that. That's what they're like. Like, their brain didn't go, hey, guy, like, is this a smart idea? It's like, well, that guy fucking said something weird to me. It's like, okay, is punching him going to eventually lead to you losing custody of your son? It's like, I don't understand how all that would happen. That's court. That's different. Like, okay, punch that guy then. I don't care. And spend your last fucking few dollars on a fucking commemorative baseball card. Yeah, do whatever. And then bitch about how you can't fix your fucking truck. It's, it's, such a like you know what the wild thing is too i had a one of the glass blowers at work ty pointed this out and this was very uh we were having we went to one of the working in northeast is fun because you can't throw a rock without hitting like a local brewery or something so me and him and uh derek who who listens to this for sure but we wouldn't have had beers and i was talking about uh, i just seen something on the internet uh a meme that i agreed with where it's like no one that runs the world has ever done mushrooms, and only people who have done mushrooms know why that's a huge problem. I sent and you, you sent me like that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I said that to him, and he's much, much younger than me. Mm-hmm. He's like in his late twenties, and he was like, "Yeah, but a lot of people like some people will do that shit, and they'll just be like, I didn't get anything out of that.' And it's like, oh, you're right." You're like, it doesn't even matter. It's like you could give Mitt Romney mushrooms and he's just going to be like, I don't know, I was up, somebody got upset. Anyway, I got to go to church. Like, it just wouldn't matter. Like, you already have to be someone who that would do something for, for that to Mm -hmm. end up making you into a better person that really understands things. Like, if you're just fucking Elon Musk, you're just going to take mushrooms and be like, well, it was was interesting. It was interesting. It was interesting, Joe Rogan. I got to, you know, I understand. Uh, and then you're just going to go back to fucking strip mining Africa with your parents' money. So it's like, yeah, okay. Like, that's... I was like, damn, you're right. Because I've been walking around going, everyone needs to do this kind of shit, man. Because everyone would be more empathetic. I'm like, I wonder. Would they? Would you don't have I an inner monologue or like a fucking... There's be <laughs> we like, don't I just, know this, Chad. We need to do more scientific research Okay, we're going to dose Elon Musk with LSD and ketamine and see what it comes How out the other side. How do we know that he doesn't have an inner monologue, though? I mean, he... Okay, he's a bad example. He, he probably does. And it's just always like money, 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 money. You're important. And yeah, no, high functioning people like that probably do. It's just probably evil. Like it probably sounds like Darth Sidious. Like it's just, but, but yeah, they're not, they're not a cog. They're not a peon. No, that's very incorrect. But giving those baseball guys mushrooms, they just be like, oh, I don't know, man. I took him before I went to Six Flags. Oh, my God. It'll be like that one guy that we did mushrooms with uh, that was with my friend Katie. It's like Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) They're just like, they're saying like profound garbage. Like they're not really like, like, what if like things, man? And you're like, Not even that. It was just all like the fucking one thing he said the entire trip was, it's like Kool-Aid. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah, mean, that's, that's what fine. happens when you dump a gallon so, of high-powered psychedelics so on a brain it. that doesn't really know. do anything. <laughs> Look, we, no, we all took the same amount, and we were like... Actually, and he inspired us to try to figure out when Kool-Aid was invented. And oh, then yeah. we went and looked for a Kool-Aid packet to see if it would say on it. It was just like, it never said, like, since 1971. Like, it... <sighs> Like, we were, like, trying to Google Kool-Aid by looking at a package of it because it was in 2001 and we didn't really have <laughs> access to those things back then. No, we did not. Um, yeah. 
So I graduated therapy. Yeah, and I, I did say. but 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 yeah, I, I, I did want to talk in the yeah, about the, the second half of this. We might even skip near asshole for today. We'll see. We'll see if I run out of steam. Because this has been very funny and I'm glad. I don't ever want to stay on topic. But um I Mental did Mental health is a topic and we've been Yeah, we've been all over that yeah. road. We've we've been drunk driving all over mental health And just brain how brains work. Yeah. Um but I wanted to talk a little bit about doing ketamine because I have a lot of people ask me. There's people ask me about my mental health journey in general, or saying that it kind of like helped them go. You know what? I should do this too, and that's fucking awesome. But I've had a lot of people ask me specifically, like, where did you go for this ketamine thing? And some people, there's like a guy that was like in the military that was like, wait, they do that here? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you should probably sign up. It's at now. I should get like a fucking punch card for advanced brain and body. Like it's already basically free, but it's like they should like maybe like give me a kickback because of the amount of people due to my sphere of influence that I've told. Like, where did you go to do that? I'm like, it's at this place. Go give them all your insurance money. Um, I'll I've tell them that next time I'm there. Too. Oh yeah, but and good for them. They're doing the, they're doing good things. Uh, but um, so more and more people. I'd like to, we should take a little bit of credit almost because it's like, I'll bet that we kick spark something where it's like a lot more people kind of start taking advantage of this. And I hope they do. Um, And then this will become on the back end, a useful resource in that, like, well, what do you, what do you do? What do you expect? And it's not going to affect everybody the same way, but I do want to kind of share um, like last time I talked about the ketamine thing was more about like, it was after the first time I did it and how mm-hmm. it was insane that like, it's not more of a thing. And now here I am done, done, having done it a bunch and had a bunch of people come up to me and be like, where do I do this? And it's like, it's here. And it's like, I'm sure they've called them and cool. But I, uh, I played around with it a lot because that's what I do. And I was telling my therapist about this too. And, and it was interesting. And, uh, so it's like the first time I did it. Again, I, I went in with intentions the very first time, but I was like, don't think about anything. Let the universe just mm-hmm. do do with you what it will. Um, and the, from the first time all the way to the last time, a common thread, and I'm not, I've never been a religious guy, and I've always actually been, even when it comes to, like, anything adjacent, like, you know, someone's talking about, like, their, Even spirituality? Their, their, well, when people talk about, like, there's their, oh, your sign or your, like, right, whatever, right, like, right, any, right. anything, anything at all, I'd kind of be like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And, uh, yeah, I've gotten, but again, it was like mushrooms originally made me a bit more spiritual in general. Mm-hmm. And, again, my experience is not going to be everyone's because it's, like, the amount of very positive and healing, uh, homemade, not from a doctor's office psychedelic experiences I've had have gotten me already to a certain point before I started this. So just know that. It was one of the first things I said to the the nurses and techs there when I came down off of my first thing being like, they're like, were you all right? And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, I've, I won't lie to you. I've done this type of thing many times before throughout my young life. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I've seen some of the people walk in here and it's like, I don't know, man. If like, oh yeah, Julie. I think about that too. Like. Uh, just some nice lady from the summer. I, my doctor told me that this would help, and she just, like, leaves her body and goes into this, like, Egyptian sand four-dimensional pyramid <laughs> thing full of snakes that are telling her everything will be okay. It's like, I, who, like, is she going to handle this okay? And they were like, uh, there have been some kind of blowouts where people have just stopped coming, and I'm like, that sucks. The first time, I uh, super quick, the first time I, I my first um, IV ketamine, uh, it was weird because... Uh, during my session, somebody in the next office over was bawling, crying. That's happened a few times. Um, I haven't heard me. anybody, you know, since that, but it was, you know, and then I got that like mushroom talk in my head of like, oh, it'll be okay, honey, blah, 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 whatever. And then, like, and then when I was like way out of it, the nurse came in, she's like, just to let you know, you know, uh, sorry about the, the crying that happens sometimes. And I'm just like, Way off in the yeah, middle. Yeah, like, like, hi. It's cool. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. tell your stories. I'm uh, sorry. No, I actually like I like the crying. It's funny. My brain went to like, they're getting it out. That's good. Yeah. Like, I was like, just like, yeah, like, they're making some progress. Yeah. And I was kind of like smiling about it. It was It was weird. not upsetting to me. It was actually more comforting, which is odd. It was very human. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but... So, like, the very first time, I tripped absolute balls. Like, 
really like in a, in a very good I, I learned like you know you're like maybe you should look at something and that's where I was like I just myriad keep your eyes shut like and I was totally good but I was like talking to myself but also something else and just we were all referring to ourselves as we like we're like it actually took me a while the nurse that was like I think that first time they usually have the nurse who's the best at it sit there with you a bit more on your way down and I was like we're becoming more human again and then I started using I again it was like as it stepped down I was like coming back into myself oh really they did that with you I oh yeah yeah and but I was like speaking in like tongue like I was like talking in different voices like to myself and stuff like it was I was like whoa but the and the second time was like a little like that too. I had a very cool like multi-dimensional physics. So it was just like there's X and there's Y and Z, but there's also time and there's inward and outward and through. And I was speaking in this like accent, like I'm, like I parts of me wished I'd recorded myself because part a lot of so it would you be mentioned boring. Time with ketamine. Um, there's a part in the good place that they're they're snorting lines, and it's like. They're saying, we're snorting the concept of time. And that's what I think ketamine is, is the concept of time. Does that make sense to you? I I do, but I think it's a lot more than that. It is, but I'm just saying, like... I Well, the trip experience, time becomes an interesting thing, because I thought about it a lot on it. Like, deeply that, like, there's, like, a fourth spatial dimension and a parallel fourth non-spatial dimension of time that facilitates the ability of space to exist because you know if i were to sit in that chair and then later you were sitting in that chair the only reason we're not smashed into each other is because time has separated those two things making it like a yeah oh i had the second one like i had a deep deep like amazing joe rogan guest fucking spiral out about that shit like like, where i started to think like everything was made of plastic because i was looking at my phone and i looked at all the like how it just looked so much it is plastic and then i was like the chair is plastic i'm plastic this whole you know everything whoa that's almost like classic acid trip thought like like, that's it felt like everything was synthetic and um i don't know kind of like the matrix like it was all pre-made i don't know i've definitely yeah and that's an interesting thing i never think of the right words to describe no well here's the i actually understand because there's two things about that like you can either think of the, the world as the matrix and everything being artificial as being like everything plastic and made here or the fact that we are just a construction of something far greater outside of here mm-hmm. or whatever. And I had a lot of those thoughts, but the really crazy thing that I wanted to talk about yeah. is when I would go in. So, okay, for one, for me, oh, right, because I started talking about this, how I'm not inherently a very... Definitely not religious and even not all that spiritual, although mushrooms and things I got more so. After ket- my ketamine experiences were a communion with the spiritual realm heavily. Mm-hmm. Fucking I can, I can feel that, way yeah. heavily. Like, and it's, I think it's part of why I've shifted so much into being like, I just want to be of, like, of service in my way. I'm not going to wash your feet like Jesus, but, you know, it's like, I, I, of, of, you know, I want to help the people that are already around me rather than seeking out all this validation from strangers yeah, and, like, yep, yep. whatever. And it, 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 it's because um, once I realized how spiritual the very first one was, and as I've said before, the very first one, I was, like, in the shifting sands of some four-dimensional desert. Uh, and, again, snakes are a positive thing for me, mm-hmm. like being, like, all surrounded by snakes and things. And, actually, there was, a, there was another one where that happened, and I'll get to that in a second. But I went in with, it's like, this is going to be a spiritual thing for me, and I will prepare as such. And that made it, like, really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, the my, my wife is of a rather uh, witchy spiritual bent and... Um, talks about the various deities that she works with and things and like uh, and, and, you know who are who would be around her and stuff and I definitely like saw them at one hmm. point I um saw again we have a lot of uh we have a lot of snakes here and um I pretty sure I like saw Medusa or the version of it that would be, because I, I I know that like the probably the um, 
the versions of all of these things that are written in stuff are a little cartoonish or, you know, weird, like, you know, they're probably all many faces of one thing, and so, therefore, are we. I don't know, but... I, I, I got this very strong message that Medusa speaks to us through our children, and I imagined our biggest uh, snake, Juniper, or bow constrictor, like kind of like wrapping around me and hugging me, like oh. in, a, in a good way. When yeah. when I heard that, and like it, like things that were like almost I wouldn't have necessarily known until I like ran it by her later, and she's like, "But I was doing a thing about that today," and like. It was totally like things are just you know, well. I mean, it's it, also what I've learned with ketamine and half. I was like just. Everything is connected, and, like, life and death begin at the same time. They happen simultaneously. So you're, as soon as you die, you're also going, and you're living. Yeah. And it's really hard to explain, and that is, it sounds like really heavy, like, drug, uh, no, stoner it, talk or whatever. Well, but. but drugs are where religion came from, as, as we've, I believe, discussed but on I before. But I actually, I saw it in the lights when they had the little galaxy machine. I was like, it was with, like, the white light and the blue light or something passing by each other. I, I had the thought of, like, that's what it is. Oh, oh my yeah. God. We live and we, like, when we die and then we're reborn, I'm like, simultaneously well the fact that we're all one big thing is like kind of invalidates the whole concept of death as we know it it's very interesting and like um but then i want to i want to step past that this is where it gets real weird because so i did for the first time in a while a stand-up comedy thing and i had happened to schedule that on a day that i was doing ketamine (laughs) and rightfully so people were like you and other people were like, like you're going to be like tired after that. And I, uh, having done a few of them, I'm like, yeah, I will be. This is probably a mistake, but you know what? I'm going to try to get through it anyway and just see. And it's also a funny aside. I kind of almost that day forgot about it because once I was there, people would kind of, I forget people look at what I post online. They're like, are you, are you, are you going to be okay? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, right. But yeah, I, I went into it just being like, no, like, I'm going to do comedy later. So it's like, and I was a little used to it by then. It was like my fourth or fifth time or something. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to just, like, think of all the things I was going to say on stage and try to, like, run through it in my head, maybe think of new pieces of it, what, and just see if I can stay on top of the trip. I usually just take my hands off the wheel mm-hmm. or go, I would like to have, like, a spiritual thing. Uh, and I'm just going to, like, try to experience that through that lens as much as I can. But, again, I'm not, like, trying to do anything. I'm just letting it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead I was just like, no, this whole time I'm going to like think and I'm going to use it to try to like open my mind up and like come up with things that are more interesting or on the fly or whatever. And I like, yeah, and I got lost in the middle a lot cause it's powerful stuff, but I kind of like kept on it the, the mm-hmm. whole way through just thinking that whole 45 minutes or however long you're actually, 40 minutes. but yeah. And then thereafter, like trying to be like, okay, when I start, I'm going to mention this and I just kept going and going and going. And I was like. Wow, my blood was on cocaine. Like I was so wound after that, and I got to the thing. I was like, had a couple of beers to like be like, all right, I need to like calm down a little bit. But like, yeah, I like I wasn't even remotely tired. I was like fired up like crazy because I went in with the intention of there like, go. I'm going to like do this, and then that gave me the inspiration. The next couple of times where I was like, you know, I want to be a person that's like connected to things and empathetic and I think we're getting there and whatever but it's just like like I think it's a waste if I'm not someone who wields a certain amount of power because whether it's to do good or whether it's to whatever probably to do good because of where I've gotten with everything but it's like you know perhaps I can do more good if I had a lot more money and influence I don't know um, actually, I definitely could. I could loan out money that I never cared to see back again without even thinking about <laughs> it much more easily, and that would be kind of, like, handy. I don't give a shit. Um, and wouldn't that always be nice? So I went in being, like, I'm going to, like, commune with, like, the. I'm going to try to, like, draw, like, the spiritual. This is just sounds, like, so insane. Like, draw the it's spiritual fine, world into I me. It's, it. like, I want to, like elevate myself into a smarter and more powerful thing that can like actually is like and i just had this like weird like kali ma just like it's like i was all like tensed up and fired up the whole time and just like like putting all this like crazy stuff together and like but i mean like let's just remove and again i, I have a policy with, with with the the world of the spiritual and it is this 
And I was actually asked by someone to sort of, um, hey, do you think what I'm getting into is like me, me going crazy? And I'm like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> because, you know, I, I have this policy of going like, okay, let's just pretend that there's no such thing as, as spirits or, or, or any gods or any anything. Let's just pretend there's not that at all. Is what you're doing still probably good for you? Right. And is it hurting anything? And is it making things better? And it's like, and if the if the question if it all lines up, it's like, well, then it's fine. Yeah, it's good. It's what you're doing is good, even regardless of that. Now, do I believe that there's much more than what we can see out there? I, at this point, certainly do. Mm-hmm. But I like to just pretend that it's not sometimes, and be like, are we still good in that case? And if we are, yeah. then go crazy because, yeah. And so I turn that. On myself during these things where I tried to have like a power trip during my fucking ketamine thing, which has changed me, I think, a little. <laughs> and it's like, is is what's really happening here if it's nothing magical? Well, if it's nothing magical, at the very least, if I'm, I'm healing the pathways in my brain with this drug and all these other things and having this exper- experience, then I'm giving myself the kind of pure and non-phony, bullying, confident, you know, real confidence to like actually be like... Don't assume that someone in a position of power over you is always like holding a sword over your head. Like maybe they want to hear from you. Like maybe, maybe you're, you could easily replace them as they're better. Like just don't be so like worried about everything all the time. And it's like, so it would be healthy as, as extreme and as insane as it felt at the time to go like, I'm going to try to make myself more powerful by bending the spiritual ketamine realm to my will <laughs> as I do this thing in this, basically in this dentist's office in, in Minnetonka. I find <laughs> like, myself trying to like get answers to the future through ketamine and through the like the movement of the video I watched and the colors and whatever. And like, You're divining things. I was like, that's not gonna. I mean, sometimes it happens. And I'll have this like really euphoric feeling, but it's yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting how it, it it works through your brain, and and every time is a little bit different. I will. It's say, also true. I won't say that it's you know like you know, after you do it. I've done it. Gosh, maybe 25, 30 times now I've had that many infusions. Um, I mean, some of them have been pretty similar, but it's always, you know, always just a little bit different. Yeah, and I just to the thing you said where you, like, try to divine things or whatever, it's like if I had any piece of advice to give out, which I am not qualified to do, <laughs> but it would be like, rather like if you want to use those experiences i think i have this inkling that this is the case like rather than trying to find something specific because i don't know that i don't think that's possible i think it's too all over the place Mm -hmm. but going like this time i'm going to become someone who's more in tune with that sort of thing so i can always see the future like that's the angle that's the angle interesting to try and it's like and maybe you know and let's just say there's nothing magical about it maybe it'll just be like you become so observant that subconsciously your piece, you can almost tell the future because you already know how that's, this is going to go. Well, see, You've that's seen it my so many problem times. already. And like, well, that can get you stuck in, in the problems that I have, which is why I'm in therapy. You know, it's like when you constantly observe the same things, you can kind of predict it. And that's where you think life is going to go. That gives you the power to change it, it though. And exactly, that is where you should. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that being the focus, the broad, the I always want to be able to do this. I always want to have this power over things mm-hmm. rather than like show me this this one time. And it's right. funny. It's so it's so like, you know, are you the the cloak wearing devotee of the are you the Renfield? Of like, show me this one time, master. I just need to see the winning lotto numbers and whatever. <laughs> are you going to be Skeletor in his golden costume at the end of fucking Master of the Universe? Be like, I am the lottery and the future, and I deem these numbers to be the winners. Like, I control the Alpha and the Omega. Like, is that, <laughs> at least that's where I'm going with my therapy. But I- <laughs> I'm going to give that a shot. I think it's a good idea. I don't know. I think that the, you know, there's only so many different ways for the human brain to be. And one of the the, the most strong and self-actualized and, like, healthy brains you can have is one of a natural charismatic leader. And trying to push yourself in that direction 
may mayhaps you may never become a leader of men or whatever that doesn't really matter but like trying to get yourself into that kind of like neurological programming of you could be that kind of person makes you a person that can handle a lot of things including whatever dumb old life throws at you and uh yes i've gone quite insane after (laughs) after doing all these things but i don't know this is pretty sound advice and i hope that you know, anyone that's reached out to me or will reach out to me that goes into ketamine treatments, I will just say this. Go in with an open mind. Be comfortable about it. Let it take you where it will. But if you start to feel like you may have a little bit of a foothold on it and you become much more comfortable with your ketamine experience, try to bend the universe to your will and become a god. There's nothing unhealthy about that. The Reverend John Wheeler podcast takes zero responsibility for the words, actions, or ideas of its host, guests, or listeners. Though the people on the screen may at times be speaking directly to you and may occasionally give you direct calls to action, neither Reverend John nor the Alchemical Cocktail Lounge are under any moral or legal obligation to answer for the potentially disastrous repercussions that may arise if you are stupid enough to actually follow the orders of a raving lunatic. Think for yourself and do whatever you want because you're on your own. If anyone ever tries to sue this podcast, Black SUVs will converge on your location in the darkness of night and you will never be seen again. Remember to like and subscribe.